Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the IC Old People podcast. This is Dr. Bruce, your host, long lost host. It's been four months since my last podcast. So I'd like to uh, start off by saying hello. I'm glad that you've tuned in and you're having a listen. Just had a few things to talk about. Oh, today is November 25th, 2021 in the time of madness. It continues. In fact, I'm here in Storage Closet Studios. The elephant in the room is so big in this room that I'm forced to be pushed over into the corner and I'm kind of speaking from a distance because the elephant in the room is is actually starting to squeeze me. I don't know if you can remember, but back, if you ever listened to the episodes back in 2020, I was talking about the tentacles of madness leaving the cities and uh, leaving leaving the other side of the world, entering our side of the world and, and then leaving the cities and slowly the tentacles coming out from from there well now it's it's there's a giant elephant right in my room here right in storage closet studios so a lot has changed in those two years the reason i felt compelled to do a podcast today was that uh, you know when i started the icu old people podcast it was about following it was about a number of things but some of those have gone on to the to the wayside because the interviews I can't do the interviews in here um, we still live in a time of madness where everybody outside of this door is is masked up in uh, f- completely 100% of the people and for me when I want to go to the washroom I have to put a mask on to go to the washroom and then come back to my studio here to storage closet studio so the tentacles have not only come from from the city now they are here they're here and they're right in the room with me. So trying to put a podcast together with this elephant in the room is pretty tough, but I'm going to do it. And one of the reasons was because the other reason that I started the IC Old People podcast back on my 60th birthday was that was in November 2019. Okay, so November 23rd 2019 I started the Icy Old People podcast well I had a couple episodes before but that was just to kind of you know work the system and figure out how to do it and everything but I mean I officially launched on my birthday my 60th birthday and one of the goals was to follow myself through the 10 years of time from 60 to 70 the way it worked out you know we we went to a monthly format for a while the interviews dried up of course and then it it became age of madness really kind of took over my life so it became difficult for me to to continue so now i've been doing it once a month and but then you know now we've had a four-month hiatus so that's why i'm back because i wanted to say that i'm going to fulfill that goal i'm going to continue to follow my my health uh, except for the elephant i'm going to follow what's happening and talk about it uh, and it'll be pretty sporadic like this but at least uh you know between now and my 70th birthday if you know god grants me that time on earth i um i am going to be doing a podcast every now and then to let you know where, where we're at so i'll tell you so i turned 62 two days ago it was really really nice of course we just had some uh, some takeout and we had a nice little uh, uh dinner at home i shouldn't say we had takeout we had we just had a nice little meal but we had um the the dessert was a takeout uh we we brought a, a couple little pastries a piece of chocolate a, a butter tart three or four different pastries that were bought at a, a local bakery and we had that for dessert it was really nice i had six candles you know each candle rec- representing a decade so I, I had the six candles i had the kids blew them out it was really nice when i talk about the kids i I'm, of course i'm talking about my grandkids so so i'm 62 now so i'm one-fifth of the way through my 
my program idea of following these 10 years. So where am I at right now? Well, I, I weighed myself this morning. I'm 232. 232 pounds. For my loyal listeners, they would probably remember that when I started this podcast, I was 250. 250, 245 if I really worked it for a week. You know, that's where I always was, and I'd been there for many, many years. Uh, now I'm at 232. Uh, I've been drank for uh, 17 months now, and uh, 17 months continuously. But over the course of the podcast, I probably only drank for about three months when I had a relapse because when I started the podcast I was sober uh, then I had the relapse and then I went back to AA when I went to Winnipeg I spent uh, three months at an AA program there that made a significant difference and now I'm at 17 months of, uh, of sobriety so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that and I continue on my I've lost my desire to drink I can't see how drinking at this point I can't see how drinking at this point would help anything that's going on in my life it, it would i don't see how it would help any of the madness i don't think i don't see how it would help me deal better with the madness it really never even comes to mind even at at my lowest points i don't think oh you know a glass of red wine would make me feel better now it just doesn't come into my mind so i deal with some issues from habits that i had when i was drinking a lot and i have to deal with certain emotions that are tied to that i have issues of um you know i, I try to continue to give service to give myself back i continue to try to make amends and, and just to grow and i really am trying to live the steps i'm really trying to live the, the 12 steps so for most of my podcast, for most of these two years, 60 to 62, I've been, I've been sober, which has been great. My weight has dropped significantly and stable. Like I'm stable at 232. I sometimes go to 230, 233, 234. I don't ever go below 230, uh, 230 or at least I haven't in, on a regular basis. I think oh, it would have been years ago that I would have been lighter than that. But anyway, I'm feeling really good. I do have a couple of health things, but I'm going to talk about them at the end just because it's this time of year I can't I gotta be careful about what I talk about and when I talk about it so anyway it doesn't feel like we're just in a in a time loop like you know all of those movies that I enjoy watching I watch Looper and and 12 Monkeys way way back about time travel oh there's one just recently a Tom Cruise movie a war generation war something like that um, and it was about time loops and everyone you know every day you get a, oh and, you know it all started I think back with um, the one with Bill Murray Groundhog Day Groundhog Day, the, the, the time loop idea. Okay, it's been around for a while. That's what I feel like I'm living in right now is a time loop. This madness has brought me into a time loop. I, I, when I sit down at night and I, I take off my, my leggings and my pajamas and I sit down and I go to lay into the bed, I think like it's just, it's just, this just happened. This just happened. It, it's just, it's like life is in this time loop right now. It's because of the isolation. I mean, there's no question about it. And, and it's the time of year. And it's the time of year, too. Uh, I had a rough go this year with uh, my SAD. I have uh, seasonal affective disorder. And uh, this year, I think because of the isolation of, of the last couple of years, then the fall came and it was rainy here. Oh, it's a rainy day out there right now. It's a miserable day in, in Norfolk County today. But it was just the fall. It rained. It rained. One day we had five inches of rain. The other uh, Two days later, we got two inches of rain, like in a three-week period. And it was right at the end when uh, this is this is like Nor this is Canada's garden here. Like, I mean, and, and the crops were suffering. I mean, everything was suffering. There was so much rain. And then the time change came. And it was the time change that killed me. Honestly, it just, 
uh, it sent me on a loop. Uh, it sent me into a, a depression. Uh, I, oh, said things, you, you know, you say things you can never take back. I had a complete breakdown. Again, you know, I've said it before, but I, I got to be grateful to my wife to put up with uh, to put up with me. I got to tell you, uh, that was tough. But I feel like I, coming out of it, you know, that was that was a few weeks ago. So it was it, it was tough. It, it, this was the toughest one in a long time. And I'm doing everything I, I, I do like I, that I, I know to do. I take my vitamin D. I'm exercising. You know, I'm eating right. And, you know, I'm, I'm certainly I'm craving uh, starches and, and sugars and stuff like that. But, that you know, I've learned to control that. I, I learned to control that years ago. So, yeah, I talk about some good things here. You know, sad was tough, but I, I feel I'm, I'm coming out of it. Uh, just before I came here to do the podcast, I did my volunteer work. I, I volunteer out at uh, Growing Roots, which is uh, it's it's a uh, outdoor school. It's it's located in the forest. It's got a couple of uh, yurts. Uh, I think I might have talked about it in my last podcast that the whole idea of this school in the forest came into being, and uh, you know something like that isn't done uh, with, with a lot of money. This is a grassroots effort, and it needed a lot of help. So I volunteered out there. So I am volunteering out there. Uh, you know how happy I was with soup kitchen when I was volunteering at the soup kitchen I loved it but you know in this time of madness with all the restrictions and all of the changes that have gone on even since even you know since last year it's gotten much much worse it's better that I'm not there so so this growing roots I go and volunteer I actually volunteer on the off days so this the kids aren't there are not there when I'm there I go on the off days so I go three days a week just tidy up clean up wipe off the desks you know sweep the floor it's it's humbling work and it, and it feels terrific and I did it this morning before I came here in the rain you know walking out into the forest and it felt great I love it every time I go out there I feel more alive when I leave. I feel great for serving, for helping. Yeah, so I'm here. I'm doing my podcast, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I, I want to talk about a couple of real positive things in my life that have, have been changes in these last two years on my on my quest to 70, on as I climb the hill to 70. So I, I read a book. I listened to a podcast, and it was the podcast was about this book, and the, the author was on it. So I listened to the uh, author talk, and then I went and read the book. Uh, and my son actually gave me the book to read. He had read it. It's called Breathe. I might have mentioned it before, but anyway, I think it's it's changed it's changed my life. I don't snore anymore. My voice has changed. My the way my jaw sits on on my face has changed. Like I. It's just from breathing exclusively through my nose, exclusively. Like even when I'm exercising, which I'm going to talk about next, nose breathing changed a lot of things about me. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing. I recommend the book Breathe. Terrific book. Easy read because uh, the work that he does and the experiments that he does and, and the way he seeks out the answers is, is entertaining as well as, as, as vital information. I mean, I guess I was a mouth breather at least, or, or at least I was a partial mouth breather. Uh, boy, that, you know, that affects so many things. I mean, and then I started exclusively nose breathing. At first it was really, I had to really consciously do it and now it's just natural. It, it's it's amazing. The change has been amazing in me and I'm, I'm thrilled about that. I can exercise. A couple of years ago when I was doing this podcast, I could barely walk 2K. Now, I mean, I can do 6K, 10K, I can work out on an ERG, which is a rowing machine, which I've done a lot. 
anyway, and, and this for the first time ever, this is what I want to talk about, first time ever in my life, I um, hired uh, myself and my wife, we're being trained uh, by a trainer, and she's a boxing professional, and she, she was a boxing professional, now she's a trainer, and she's training us, we've had three sessions with her, and we signed up for six weeks, and I love it. I love learning something new, and I'm learning boxing. Uh, you know, it's great. I mean, I, I've got the three the three um, different cuts now. You know, the straight jab, um, the the side jab, and then the undercut, eh? the uppercut, like where you go from under. So I've I've been learning those, uh, punching, uh, doing doing uh, squats, doing sets. Uh, she's a great trainer. Everything's really, re I've never had a trainer ever in my life. I mean, I've seen them when I've gone to the gym, you know, they're walking around with people in, but it's nothing like this. I mean, this is super intense. And, and then we're doing all the moves where, you know, you have to avoid the punches and you, you have to twist your body and you have to move side to side. So we do a lot of side to side movements, the different bags. I'm learning what the different bags do. Like there's one of them, it's light. So when you punch it, it flies away, but then it comes back at you. So you have to dive you have to duck away you have to move from side to side to get away from it then there's the big heavy bag that hardly moves at all and then there's that big round one that's that's for the uh, uppercut you know from underneath you hit from underneath we haven't had any because uh, it's only been our third uh, lesson third one hour lesson we've had so far uh, we still we haven't been boxing uh, other than just into her hands or she'll hold up a paddle where we box into the paddle you know left first right left right left and she'll give you combinations that you have to do which I find really hard to do those combinations to remember them you know like and then to do it again uh, do it again and so that's tough but so there's been no like actual boxing where, where I'm boxing with another person but I hope by the end of the six weeks maybe I can eat box with her or or me and Sue can box whatever like we'll see it would be nice to actually try it with another person but I don't want to do that I don't even want to think about that until I'm closer to the six, end of the six weeks. I'm just amazed I could do it. Now I should say I can do it with a little bit of a caveat. Okay, so the first lesson I made it to, so they're one hour lessons. So the first lesson I made to like the 35 minute mark and I, I literally steam was coming out of my head and I, I was so hot and I just was dripping sweat. And then the next lesson, I made it to about 45 minutes. The next lesson, I made it to about 45 minutes again. So my, my goal is still at this point just to make it through the whole training session for the whole hour. Uh, but, I mean, it's tough because you're working your core, and my core is pretty weak. I've had an arm, shoulder injuries, so that's difficult. But I, it, I am amazed how when you, I wrap my wrists and I get the gloves on, I can punch without any pain into my hands or wrist, and no pain in my shoulder. I expected there to be a lot of pain in my shoulder. So that was a pleasant surprise. And the workout is so, so intense. So I'm really looking forward to continuing. We're doing that twice a week. So it hits all the butt, it hits all the boxes. You know, it's something to do with my wife. It's something to do out of the house. And it is a uh, great workout. So I just, I, I'm just was, I just want to share that. So that was really, I was really happy about that. And then I just want to talk about people who, who think things are just a sure bet and they don't ever think outside of that. You know, I, I listened to a podcast a couple of years ago and said, you know, re remember, you, you just always remember, what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? Like in this time of madness, I have to think that all the time. Like, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I have to, I have, to have that thought in there. I don't think I am, 
but I have to have the thought that there's that possibility. Anyway, I want to tell you a story about this event I had at my house. So I've had this dripping, and I'm not proud of the fact that this dripping went on so long, but it was so light and so small. There was like a little pool of water near the edge of the basement wall where the basement floor touches the basement wall. There's a little bit of water there. And it's not much. You just I just would clean it up. One day, it's there again, cleaned it up again. And anyway, this went on for, for, for quite a while, for quite a while. Too long, way too long, because I, I should have looked for the source of the, of the water right away. But at, at, at this one point then, I, I, I'm, we have a pool, we have a backyard pool. So the pool, I'm filling the pool with water. So I'm running the water, running the water, running the water, running the water. Okay. So then I go down in the basement into the laundry room. There's all kinds of water down there. So I think, oh my God. It's running the hose. It's from running the hose. So I turn the hose off and I close and, and I clean up all the water in the basement and everything. I call a plumber. So the, I describe the, to the plumber what happened. I was out. The water was filling the pool. I came down. It was full of water. So this plumber comes and he's a great guy. I know him. I've known him for a long time. He's a great guy. Okay. And I, I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm saying anything about him. He's, he's a good guy. But he 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 told me before he came in my house what my problem was he says you have a you have a a split in your in the line to your hose your hose that you use to put to, to the pool the, the the split in the line coming from the inside the house to the outside the house he says it happens all the time it's dripping now and it's dripping down your wall he says he turn off the water i said don't you want to come down and look like do you want to come down and look at it he says no just go turn your water off clean it up and I'll come back in a couple of days and, and I'll fix it. So I turn my water off. A couple of days later, he comes back. He pulls out this pipe that comes through the, the wall and and I look at it, right? And I said, hey, I don't want to say his name. I said, hey, I don't see any hole in here and this is not split. So he says, it is. It is. And he grabs it from me and he blows into it and closes the end. And he says, oh, for sure, for sure. It's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then he leaves and he, he replaces the top and I, I, I pay him for it. So he's so sure of it. It was just amazing. And I thought, well, okay. I mean, he's the professional. And then it's just, you know, it's maybe three days later. I look down, there's the water again. A little pool of water, just a small one, down at the, the base of the wall where the basement floor meets the basement wall. I start looking. I get a flashlight. I look up. I see it's wet, wet. Then I go upstairs. I turn on the faucet in the sink upstairs, okay? Because I want to see if maybe, maybe, the, oh, wait, I should say first we investigated the dishwasher and we ruled out the dishwasher, okay? So I should say that. So now I'm at the point where we fixed the outdoor faucet, which probably didn't even need to be fixed. We checked the dishwasher, and it's not leaking. So I go upstairs and I turn on the faucet of the sink. I come downstairs within a minute, dripping, dripping. I can see dripping coming through the, the floor underneath the kitchen where the kitchen sink is. There, I, you know, I figured it out after all of this time. But anyway, I, I clo close the thing. I can't find a leak anywhere up there. I can't, I, I, I even go down underneath and in behind it to try to see it because I can't kind of get in there because I had pulled the dishwasher out already. So I look in and behind, I can't see anything. So finally I call a, I call a different plumber, uh, more of a company, okay? So this, this company guy comes, 
and he looks at it and uh, he figures it out fairly quickly um, the, the, my house is an old house there's brass pipes in it the brass pipe that, that, that was um, the drain for the sink for the kitchen sink that drain it had two big holes in it two big holes in it so every time stuff was going down our drain it would drip into the wall and then it slowly would work its way down the basement wall and it would come out at underneath into onto the basement floor and this has been going on for a long time this little drips 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 so and i mean when he took the brass pipe out i mean i certainly could see the two holes they were obvious and they were on the bottom so every time we so if we were draining say oil down if we were draining milk down the sink anything that was going down the sink was ending up down into the wall of the basement so pretty i'm pretty upset that i let that go on for as long as i did got it fixed cost me a lot of money cost me like 560 bucks at the end of the day but got it fixed thank goodness dried out the area put the fans up in there dried it all out and uh, got the problem fixed but it really made me think that's a long story to tell to come around to the same point but really made me think about somebody who's got their mind so made up there was just no deviating even when the evidence was in his hand I said look there's nothing wrong with this pipe he said there is there must be and he walked away and that was that that was and then I ran into him you know weeks weeks later and he asked me uh, how the water situation is and you know, I said oh it's all good it's all good you were right and he just smiled he goes yeah it's it's tough being right all the time or some comment like that and i just thought uh so wow <laughs> if you listen to the end you know i love you because here we are at the 24 minute mark that's pretty long for an icy old people podcast and that's without even talking about mr elephant who's been pushing on me and pushing on me and pushing on me. So anyway, this might be the last uh, podcast from Storage Closet Studios. I'm going to have to take these pictures down and going to have to take and box up a bunch of stuff and because we're going to move. Our office is going to move. And so I'll have a new studio probably the next time that I talk to you. And uh, maybe it'll be as interesting as this one. But this was a good one. Uh, it's going to be sad to take these pictures off the wall. So I'll talk to you next time. Okay, I'm going to keep, I'm going to just try to keep in touch, let you know where things are with me. You know, I got to tell you, I appreciate the fact that you listened. You take care. I'll be back.